the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show, coming to you from Minneapolis, Minnesota, state where nice people elect disgusting people. That should be their motto. We are nice, and we elect fools. It shows you that there is no relationship between nice and wise. None. Zero. There are non-nice people who are wise, and there are nice people with no wisdom. That was the confusion with regard to President our previous president, right? President Trump was not deemed as an individually nice person. I have no comment on it. I, I, I am not capable of assessing him uh, personally. Just, I, I probably can't assess most people I don't know well personally, unless it's obvious that they have done terrible things in their personal life. Now, you could say, well, he has. Uh, but uh, then if that's the case, uh, he is uh, with me- mo- many presidents with regard to infidelity, which uh, is a separate issue. In any event, uh, he he did not act nice often. That is absolutely correct. However, uh, he was a great president. That is, And since I elect presidents, not nice people, that's all that mattered to me. To uh, to people who confuse nice with with capability, uh, he was a bad president. They say that Joe Biden is nice. I have no no way of assessing it. I think he's the biggest crook to ever be president, objectively speaking. But he might be nice. However, he is a completely destructive president. People don't know how to assess leaders. They really don't. Do I know if Winston Churchill was personally nice? Frankly, I don't care. It's for God to judge. I can only say that he was the right man at the right time to fight the greatest evil of the time. So that's just reflections on Minnesota nice, which exists. Here's another reflection on something local. I went for a Starbucks coffee prior to my show. I'm still fasting. I fast every day virtually, usually 15, sometimes 17 hours. I love it. It has no, uh, it only has a positive effect on me, but I do drink coffee during that time. And so I went to the Starbucks near the station here, AM 1280, the Patriot, celebrating its 20th anniversary tonight. Charlie Kirk and I are the speakers and it's a, a great honor. I love the station. It's one of my favorite ever. Anyway, I went to the Starbucks and they, and I see a sign as you enter, new hours, whatever, I don't know, 7 a.m., whatever they open, until 2.30 p.m. And I thought, 2.30 p.m.? You close? So I said, I asked the uh, young uh, woman at, who took my order, whose face I could not see, because they believe in voodoo here in uh, Minnesota, as they do in California. 
and the masks are as effective as voodoo. Voodoo may be more effective. I have to look into that, actually. And uh, so I asked her, why, why do you close at 2.30? Why were your old hours? Obviously, I don't know. She said, 9 p.m. I said, you have gone from closing at 9 p.m. to closing at 2.30 p.m.? She said, that's right. I said, why? I said, we can't get help. Can't get help. The, the immediate reason that came to my mind was the government is paying people more money than they can get by working. Which, to say the word, is very destructive. To say the least, is very destructive. Work is a very good thing, tr- tremendously good thing. People staying at home is not a good thing. Staying home without work is a really bad thing. Okay. I mean, not everybody's staying at home. People who stay at home to make a family are doing the best thing a human being could do. But I hope the context made it clear. Okay, all. Welcome to the show. Dennis Prager here in Minneapolis. You guys, How long did it take you guys to sell out uh, the uh, the event tonight, the anniversary? Nine days? Should have charged double. <laughs> Should have. Uh, it's a pleasure to help you guys out. I love the station. I really do. Terrific people. It is a fascinating question, isn't it, though, how nice people elect not it's completely destructive people? I'm sure there are a lot of nice people in Seattle and Chicago. Look at who they elect. People who, who are utterly destructive. People who are bad, actually. Listen to this story, my friends. It's almost unbelievable. UC, that's University of California Health, denies kidney transplant to unvaccinated woman in stage 5 renal failure. I told you folks that uh, there are a lot of uh, not nice, mean fools. They're, they're, they're bad on both counts. They're personally mean and they are fools. The medical world has a very large number of uh, truly mean human beings. What hospitals did in not allowing people to visit their dying parents, I will never forgive them until I die. I would have busted the doors down and been arrested. I'm just letting you know. They're lucky that a loved one of mine was not in one of their hospitals. It would not have been conceivable that I would not have busted a door. I, I mean, my adrenaline runs as I tell this to you. The scum that prevented people from visiting their dying relatives in the name of health. It is, I tell you, the wisdom of the ancients, This, some of you have heard me say this, some of you have not. The Talmud is the second holiest work in Judaism, written about 1,800 years ago, and there's an amazing quote in there, the best doctors go to hell, almost 2,000 years ago. In those days, the doctors were useless, obviously, Today they're useful, but uh, a lot of them are low lives. The ones who, uh, for example, uh, because the New York Times told them not to use ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine or any other therapeutic, deny that to people with COVID who then get go into the hospital and uh, often uh, get terrible treatment, end up on ventilators which either don't work or, or uh, on rare occasions work, uh, but are a death warrant when they could have been saved by a therapeutic. 
But this is uh, this is really a new low for the medical profession, and uh, these arrogant. Uh, I don't know. Is uh, is bastard one of the words I can't say? I don't think it is. It is. Yeah, you can. They're arrogant bastards. A lot of the people in the medical profession very rarely use the word, by the way, even privately. Oh, Colorado woman with stage five renal failure is scrambling to find a new hospital to perform a kidney transplant after a health system in the state. Oh, sorry, UC is not University of California, University of Colorado. My 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 mistake here. It's Colorado. It, it doesn't matter, but I have to be accurate. I'm sure University of California hospitals would have done the same thing. Deny the transplant due to her and her donor being unvaccinated. Wow. Do you understand that? You're not, they, they can't, I don't even, I don't even understand it. So let's say you're not vaccinated, you can't donate a kidney to save a human life. It is worse to be unvaccinated than it is to deny a person a kidney? Do you know how, how morally sick you have to be to say that? I, I would even say medically ignorant. These are your hospitals and doctors. I never spoke this way. I've had numerous surgeries on my back, and they've all been successful. I've only, I've only had gratitude, and, and uh, they've, done, they've done a great job, and I'm grateful for it. But uh, I guess I, I have to I have to juggle two facts: hospitals have saved my life, and they're killing other people. <laughs> That's it. Here I am, willing to be a direct donor to her. It does not affect any other patient on the transplant li- trans- pra- transplant list. Jamie Faugner, Leilani Lutali's kidney donor, told CBS4, how can I sit here and allow them to murder my friend when I've got a perfectly good kidney and can save her life? (laughs) Oh, my God. Lutali said she received a letter from Colorado Health System, UC Health, at the end of September, explaining that she and Faugner have 30 days to begin the vaccine process. They would be removed from the kidney transplant list if they refuse the shots. I said, I'll sign a medical waiver. I have to sign a waiver anyway for the transplant itself. Releasing them from anything that could possibly go wrong, said Lutali. It's surgery. It's invasive. I sign a waiver for my life. I'm not sure why I can't sign a waiver for the COVID shot. We'll be back in a moment. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. 
I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. Hi, everybody. You're listening to the Dennis Prager Show, and I'd like to remind you, I'd like you to take a moment right now, go to my website, and click on the Alliance Defending Freedom banner. You know, for years, we were the, for years after year, you, my listeners, were the biggest donors to the, to the charities that I have endorsed, like uh, the Salvation Army and, uh, and PragerU. And I'd like to maintain that distinction among my listeners. I only ask you to donate to places I believe in. By the way, unfortunately, Salvation Army has gone woke. It's a very sad development. Worth talking about another time. However, uh, we, we have to battle great many cases in court. The ADF does it for free. All the freedom cases. So please click on the banner or call... Now, 855-649-2020, 855-649-2020, Alliance Defending Freedom. The lawyers do it uh, pro bono for the clients, but somebody's got to pay the lawyers. That's us. Okay, let's see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my wife, who is an expert on the kidney, not the, excuse me, on the uh, coronavirus issue, writes to me the following. Sounds like that kidney donor doesn't understand that the hospital's issue is the hospital isn't afraid that something will go wrong with coronavirus in the donor or the kidney recipient. They're afraid that the donor or the recipient will give some of the vaccinated hospital staff coronavirus. What we're seeing now is a tacit admission by these people that the vaccines don't work. Seems to be a lot of people out there who believe the only way they're going to be safe is if everyone is vaccinated. Somehow then the vaccines will be effective, but they require 100% participation, which they'll never get, obviously. The, the uh, New Zealand has learned uh, that 100%... These is, is totalitarian. It just is that way, my friends. New, New Zealand has uh, ha- locked down essentially its entire country. Battling Delta, New Zealand, New York Times abandons its zero COVID ambitions. The country is changing course seven weeks into a lockdown that has failed to end the outbreak and tested the patience of many residents. For a year and a half, New Zealand has pursued a strategy of COVID zero, closing its borders and quickly enforcing lockdowns to keep the coronavirus in check, a policy it maintained even as other Asia-Pacific countries transitioned to coexisting with the viral threat. 
On Monday, New Zealand gave in. That's two days ago. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, Ardern acknowledged an end to the elimination strategy seven weeks into a lockdown that has failed to halt an outbreak of the Delta variant, announcing that restrictions would be gradually lifted in Auckland, the country's largest city. We're transitioning from our current strategy into a new way of doing things. By the way, Sean, if you can find this Prime Minister of New Zealand's comments that all truth comes from the government, I'd like to play that again. We're transitioning from our current strategy into a new way of doing things, Ms. Ardern told reporters. With Delta, the return to zero is incredibly difficult, and our restrictions alone are not enough to achieve that quickly. In fact, for this outbreak, it's clear that long periods of heavy restrictions has not got us to zero cases. So the ruining of lives, did you see, Tucker Carlson showed a chart about kids' deaths and where COVID is pretty much at the bottom. There are more suicides among young people than there are COVID deaths. And yet we want them vaccinated. I'm telling you, we're living in a very sick, sick time because leaders are despicable. Almost every leader in, in almost every country, almost every institution has bad people or foolish people, which is the same thing, by the way. Bad and foolish are, are, are pretty much synonymous. You can't be a good fool. It's the way it is. You can be a nice fool, but you can't be a good fool. The corruption, the moral and intellectual corruption of, of our institutions in this world, the United Nations has always been a, a force for bad. It does some good. Some of the, the, the agencies do good. Tell, tell me what uh, it did. Like the peacekeepers in Rwanda. <laughs> a true genocide there. Which which half of you probably don't even know about. You, you know that Lincoln, excuse me, you know that Washington had slaves, but, but you don't know about Rwanda. Rwanda, the, the massacre, I think 700,000 in, in a few weeks. It was at it was at Nazi Holocaust rates. This I got from a major uh, a man who spent his life fighting uh, Nazi war criminals, and the UN just dissipated when, as soon as the attacks started. Anyway, what institution? Tell me the institutions in the world that have done good. The EU. That's why Britain left. They don't want to be told by Brussels how to micromanage their life. The world is divided between those who wish to control others and those who do not. That's really what it is about. See, if you lock down every single person in a society, like they're trying in various the major states of Australia and, and New Zealand, you will achieve a small death rate. But you have to keep it up forever. 
that that's that's what New Zealand has just acknowledged. You either keep keep people in their homes forever, or you will have some people die of it, especially if you don't use therapeutics. New York Times had another article that ivermectin is really just a horse dewormer because the New York Times lies. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal. Up to 600,000 ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Hi, everybody. Organ transplants denied to unvaxxed. Yep, that's what I've been talking to you about. So this is now, not. it's not apparently, it's not only in... Uh, well, yeah, it is, it is this the Colorado story. I got another version of it here, Washington Post. The coercion of people into getting vaccines so that even healthcare people who know a lot about science, like nurses, and they're losing their income and they're not even allowed to get unemployment insurance. Isn't I mean, this is there's a level of cruelty that is sort of unprecedented toward good people. People who are cruel to the bad will be nice to the cruel. It's a, another Talmudic statement uh, from the past in this uh, in this country, or not in this country, from the past. And that is exactly what is happening. The, the cruelty to the... the People who help people but who won't get a vaccine, won't get vaccinated for, usually for extremely good reasons, by the way. Extremely, these these people are not stupid. These people are not, quote, anti-vaxxers. However, I am anti-coercion in this way. I I am. And I'm more adamant about not getting a vaccine than ever because of the scummy tactics used. Uh, by the by, the government, which doesn't seem to bother most people who are vaccinated, they're thrilled to see nurses fired. They're thrilled to see teachers fired. They are, because they hate the unvaccinated. It's, it's fascinating. When you, when it gets political, the left does not hate the the murderers in the inner city. They they ignore them. They they don't register on the left's radar. But they hate people who are not vaccinated. Because everything about the left is sick. It's a very sick, disturbed world. And they're they're in charge. I mean, every day I bring to you more examples. 
every almost every week. Well, so I would say to be precise, at least twice a month for years, I have brought to you another race hoax of some black person who painted a swastika or brought a noose or or used the N word on on a, a dormitory door. I don't even remember the last time it was actually a white kid who did it at a university. In every case I am aware of, I'm not saying it's the only ones, but every case I am aware of, it was a black doing it in order to show how bad racism is because racism is so minuscule in this country, except on the part of the left who have contempt for blacks, that uh, blacks have to make up racist incidents. The Jews have to make up uh, anti-Semitic incidents in 1930s Germany? No, because it was really anti-Semitic. Blacks didn't have to make up uh, anti-black things in in in, in uh, Jim Crow era, did they? Because it, it, it was it was prevalent anti-black racism. They it's made up today because it's so rare. Basically, most whites don't give a damn if you're black, which is exactly how it should be. Most uh, most blacks don't give a damn if you're white, which is exactly how it should be. That's the ideal. Why do I give a damn if you're black? Why is that more important than your eye color or shoe color? Actually, shoe color is more important. Your shoes should match your uh, your uh, the clothing. MIT cancels science lecture by professor, a DEI critic, diversity, equity, and inclusion. The Massachusetts Institute of Technology has canceled the prestigious guest lecture after a group of scholars, alumni, and activists lambasted the institution for inviting a speaker who has criticized diversity, equity, and inclusion. Dorian Abbott an associate professor of geophysical sciences at the University of Chicago, was scheduled to give the John Carlson Lecture in the Department of Earth, Atmospheric, and Planetary Sciences at MIT on October 21st. But Abbott was told recently by Earth, Atmospheric, and Planetary Science to top leadership the event was scrapped. EAPS, that's that's the group I just mentioned, at MIT is a great department full of excellent scientists whom I admire and respect, Abbott tweeted. The department chair ultimately made the decision to cancel my Carlson lecture. The chair is a good person but made a bad decision under pressure in this case. Wow. Wow. Scholars. I love when they put that in. There's a reason gun owners of America is known as the only no-compromise gun lobby in Washington. From lobbying in the halls of Congress and the executive branch to battling in the courts, wherever your Second Amendment rights are being infringed, GOA and their grassroots army are there. GOA has never compromised on the Second Amendment in its 45-year history. GOA's mission is simple, to protect, defend, and restore the Second Amendment. GOA has a special offer for my listeners and a free gift. It's up to us to protect the Second Amendment. Please visit gunowners.org, gunowners.org forward slash Prager to join in this important battle for liberty. That's gunowners.org forward slash Prager. Okay, MIT, I'm speaking about the corruption and the cowardice of the 
entire university world, virtually the entire, is very disconcerting. All these, all the education has produced cowards. MIT is the latest example. They canceled a distinguished scientist's lecture because he's against diversity, equity, inclusion departments. Yep. Department Chair Rob Van Van Der Hilst did not immediately respond to a request for comment from the College Fix, which is where I'm reading this from. Kimberly Allen, a spokesman for MIT, told the Fix via email the lecture, quote, will not be held this year at the discretion of the department. That's helpful. That's exactly what we knew. Allen said Abbott may still present his work informally to his colleagues at MIT at a future date. Abbott said he does not want people to go after those who got a speech canceled. I don't know. Well, I'm sorry, Professor Abbott. I am. If you don't fight bad people, weak and weak and bad are also synonymous. Sure, these are sweet people in many cases, fine neighbors, good parents, all that stuff. You know how many people like that have done harm in societies? Cowardice always leads to evil. I forgive the activists who led the campaign against me. God, he sounds like Christ. Right? I mean, it's a Christ-like thing. He forgives them. Why does he forgive them? By the way, it's an interesting question. Would Jesus have forgiven them? You have canceled free speech at MIT, and I forgive you? I don't think Jesus would have. But it's an interesting question. Because the harm, yes, I, I, I know Jesus on the cross, of course. I'm well aware. Forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. But they were they were hurting him. The people who canceled this professor's lecture are hurting the country. So it's a, it is a difference. I forgive the activists who led the campaign against me. Please do not attack them personally, he tweeted. They are fish swimming in a sea of moral confusion. Yes, but Professor, moral confusion is precisely a euphemism for evil. Isn't all evil moral confusion? The College Fix previously covered Abbott's concerns regarding the DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion movement, in higher education. Quote, what concerns me is that recently we have been trying to fix bias problems by building new biases into selection processes, Abbott has said. Warning against the, quote, consequences of treating human beings primarily as members of groups rather than as individuals worthy of dignity and respect. For that, the man has his canceled, has his lecture canceled at MIT. For these publicly shared beliefs, an effort was launched last year to get him terminated. Do you understand that the people who, the, the, all, all of them are on the left. The people on the left are destroying everything that is noble and virtuous in the Western world, indeed in the world. You, if you don't understand it, it is because you don't want to. Because once you do, a lot of things happen in your life. You have to confront it or have a guilty conscience for not confronting the left. And even worse, you have to acknowledge that conservatives are right 
in their loathing of the left. And it's not possible for many liberals to acknowledge that the right might be right. For these publicly shared beliefs, an effort was launched last year to get him terminated. But the University of Chicago, considered the best university in the country for free speech, refused to fire Abbott. Fast forward to August 2021 when Abbott co-authored a column in Newsweek headlined The Diversity Problem on Campus. DEI, Diversity and Inclusion, violates the ethical and legal principle of equal treatment. It entails treating people as members of a group rather than as individuals, repeating the mistake that made possible the atrocities of the 20th century, Abbott wrote. That's right. You're not allowed to say Nazi anymore, uh, but I will. Maybe because I'm a Jew, I'm allowed to. But that's exactly, isn't, the Nazis did not see Jews as individuals, correct? The Soviets did not, did not see people as individuals. They were members of classes. White racists in American history did not see blacks as individuals. They saw them as members of a race. In other words, every time a human being is reduced to being a member of a race, not elevated to being an individual, evil happens. The left is the current expression of that evil. You are not you. You are a black. You are a white. You are not you. There is no you there. And you're proud of the fact, or relatives of yours are proud of the fact that they hold a a vision of the human being that only leads to atrocity? This guy's a good guy, Abbott. Abbott proposed an alternative framework called Merit, Fairness, and Equality, which would treat applicants, quote, as individuals and evaluated through a rigorous and unbiased process based on their merit and qualifications alone. Wow. The column raised the ire of higher education DEI proponents who cited it beginning around September 22 as they decried Abbott for the Carlson Lecture. A new Twitter mob composed primarily of students, postdoc, and recent alumni formed to demand that I be uninvited. Abbott told the College Fix, I think the proximate trigger was that the department announced that I would be the Carlson lecturer in an email. Hmm. That's quite something. The episode has been denounced by Princeton University Professor Robert George. Robert George does the most recent uh, PragerU video, Princeton University professor, one of the few who believes in free speech. I'm Dennis Prager. Our neighbor to the north is becoming increasingly as are we, by the way, a police state. Here's an example. Not using people's preferred pronouns is a human rights offense a Canadian tribunal ruled while settling an employment dispute. 
The British Columbia Human Rights Tribunal ruled in favor of Jesse Nelson. A British Columbia restaurant server. Server, no longer. I don't know what's wrong with waiter. Oh, I know what's wrong. Waiter implies male and waitress implies female, and we can't possibly use that any longer. Who is biologically female but identifies as non-binary. That's right. It's not the same at all as transgender. Transgender is where you change your gender. But non-binary is there is no gender. That's by far uh, the most egregious attack on the dignity of, of the human species, which is divided into male and female. The transgender does not deny that the human species is male or female. They deny that that they are bio- that, that their biology is what defines their sex or their gender as they call it. But the non-binary deny that there's even male and female. They're neither. So the person needed to be called they. And somebody at work refused to refer to the person as they and them. And was uh, penalized. And the it's now a human rights offense. It's, it's, a, uh, it's against the law. At least in British Columbia, you must you must say them. That is what started Jordan Peterson in getting into the public life when Ottawa wanted to do the same thing: dictate how you speak. No, I think it was Ottawa. I don't think it was just the University of Toronto. Either way, it's it's not it's not of course relevant. But that, that's what they're trying to do. Please now go to the ADF Banners Alliance Defending Freedom and make a donation. You want to protect freedom? you got to help the people who are doing it. ADF Banner at my website, DennisPrager.com. Thank you. Male-female hour coming up. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.